Welcome to Behind the Bites, episode number 33. 33, yes. the magic 30. number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Is it? I don't know. Does I'm Mike. Just... <laughs> stuff. That's all he knows. <laughs> That's all I know. I also know that I'm joined today by Dinesh from Hello. GN Tech and Abbas from Tech Radar. Hello there. Cool. So... Gentlemen. Eventful week, hasn't it? It has yeah. been. Very. Very. I mean, there's been a few things. We've just come from a Lenovo thing, which I think we'll talk about in a minute. Absolutely. But firstly, I need to know your hot takes. Both, you both have been uh, playing around with the iPhone 10. That's correct. I mean, um, it has been the talk of the town, hasn't it? Has. It? it has. And uh, you both have had some substantial hands-on time with it, so yes. I'm very keen to hear your opinions. Sure. Okay. So I'll firstly, go first. Yes, please. I'll yes. go first, and I'll keep it very, very short. I think... Fantastic hardware, beautiful screen, great camera. Unfortunately, iOS spoils the experience. Ah. I mean, after using Android for a year, and maybe you've just gotten too used to Android, I mean, honestly, beautiful phone. Beautiful phone. I mean, there's nothing wrong from a hardware perspective. You know, top specs, super fast, great camera, wireless charging, good battery life. At the end of the... And it's super smooth. It's like as smooth as, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't think I've ever used an Android phone that smooth. Mm. So all of that is fantastic. It's just that iOS is so limiting now. Mm-hmm. And I think Apple will change directions on it. Look, I mean, on the iPad now, they've sort of mm. introduced with iOS 11 a little bit better functionality to be used as a laptop uh, replacement. I think that's coming to the iPhone as well yes. in the next year or two. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's literally all I have to say. Not worth the 4,000 dirhams if I was yes. to sort of um, kind of put the price tag on it. No way. I don't think any phone is, honestly speaking. Yes. Um, but that's what they're charging. People are paying for it. And you know what? It's attracting attention. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the events that we sort of went to last year, uh, not last, sorry, last week. Was it last week? This week. Sorry, my bad. And uh, the presenter over there just kept looking at my iPhone, even mm. though it was another event. Yeah. You know, it, it's attracting a lot of attention. Yeah. It is that device that will attract attention for sure. So if you're that kind of person, you know, who likes who that. enjoys that, who attention, enjoys that yeah. attention, yeah. absolutely, go for it. Uh, uh, we wouldn't be in this game if we did not. <laughs> True. <laughs> you're, okay, yeah, so it'll improve your follower ratings on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I just circle back around to iOS. 100%. I think... I, with iOS, you find it restricting in the sense that, like, certain features that you get from Google so, now? Or? No, I mean, my biggest issue is that Android does such a good job of running apps in the background, whereas iOS does such a terrible job. I mean, it restricts them severely. Every time I open my mail app or my news reader, I am left waiting for a good five to seven seconds on the iPhone 10 yep. before it's updated to the latest version really? of whatever okay. is coming out. Yep. And I've noticed that over the last three or four days that I've used it every single time. For sure. I use these two apps religiously. I mean, to me, mail and RSS are like the two biggest things for me on the phone. And if I'm opening those apps literally twice every hour or three times every hour and then waiting 15 to 20 seconds every single yeah, time, that's, that's, a, lot that's a lot of time that's yeah. wasted. For sure. It's, uh, I agree with everything Abbas said. The phone is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and this is um, coming from years of hating Apple and just of them not doing anything about it. So for anyone who's listening who is an Apple user, yes, this is actually the best iPhone ever made. Yes, um, you're in the game officially, but that being said, not worth the four thousand price tag. And in terms of iOS, what's 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 ruining it for me is that the one thing Android's done well, and when I say Android, I'm talking about all the brands. What they've done well over the past, I'm going to say, year and a half, two years, especially with the changes in screen sizes, with optimizations mm-hmm. of um, of Android itself. They have updated apps very fast. So when you use uh, an application, you get 
all out mm. of the application. So when we True. when the notes and when the S8s moved and the Huawei's moved to the 18 by 9 aspect ratio, we got all apps yeah. optimized to it. With this, I'm still like, oh yeah, I spent 4,000 dirhams, but most of the apps that I use are they look the, the same way yeah. they work. Oh, it's going to take a while. And it yeah, it's going to take a while. while. And we're not even talking about small apps. We're talking about apps with millions of downloads. Um, I mean, I was showing Abbas earlier. So a friend of mine sent me a screenshot of his um, 7 Plus side-by-side with his um, 10. 10. And while the screen looks different, it looks bigger, the space in which Twitter is, if you don't count the top of Twitter where the logo is and the bottom where the buttons are, you count the screen space, what you're reading is exactly 5.5 inches. Right. So that optimization needs to be there yeah. even the keyboard now while Abbas has a very mm-hmm. valid point which is that they've left a big chunk below the keyboard they've le- just left it empty yeah. it's there and yeah, Abbas says the WhatsApp that as well, yes like, so the yeah. Abbas says it's because our iPhone users are used to you know Having their, their keyboard space, being right? a little yeah. higher yeah. Okay. but then that being said on the Android space, we all have edge touch displays. We've all seen a keyboard right at the bottom yeah. and, and we've adapted to it yeah, because keyboards are now customizable by size. And let's be honest. Apple are making people adapt with this phone yeah, anyway, right? Let, let's, you know, and what I'm, not, what I'm not liking adapt. is that they are still continuing their stubbornness. Now, for example, one thing that pisses me off. So um, because I know I'm a heavy user, I have to do a lot of battery management. So, I have to, so like I try to see to it that if my Wi-Fi is on, I keep my data off, yeah. right? Now, on phones like Huawei, they aggressively, but they do it automatically, yeah. right? Whereas in this one... Th- th- having a control center makes no difference because it's not really going off. Yeah. So if I put like yesterday when we, we switched on Bluetooth for the earbuds that yeah. we're going to discuss in a bit, I mean, I switched it on and I thought I switched it off but then when I went in later, it shows in my yeah. battery that Bluetooth has consumed. Absolutely. It's just disconnected. You know? That's all that And this, this stubbornness from them is ridiculous. I but mean, this is new. This is new for iOS 11. This wasn't the case previous still, version. So why did they change that? Yeah, but all, see, that's the thing. You know? If they're coming into it, just do it properly. What, what, that's what is what this saying. stubbornness about? So that's Exactly what I'm saying. Until iOS 10, when you click that button, it switched Bluetooth off. Mm-hmm. It's just iOS 11 where they've made this change, where instead of so switching it off, it's just disconnecting it from the device, device that you're using. I don't know why they've yeah, done that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's I, I honestly don't know why they've done that. Probably to keep the AirPods going. No, it's not just that. It's That's, actually to keep searching going. Uh, not because, to, they've yeah, got, because they've got airdrop yeah. and stuff like that yeah, yeah, and absolutely. those features get deactivated exactly. I and mean, they don't want to live in that world of deactivation they want to be exactly. in a constant absolutely. You know? like your Apple Watch connects through that as well yeah, your right. AirPods connect through that so I mean but I, again um, I mean the Android also has figured a way around that which is that um, the, it, it, all these devices that we use I don't know the Apple devices but your Samsung's all of them mm-hmm. they all use the low grade um, Bluetooth right so does iPhone so yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so, so, it, so if it does that then what's the issue here you know I mean I I'm very confused about this. This, this, this. In, uh, their users are not going anywhere. Apple users want to be Apple users. Yeah. Just, but everyone knows they like the customization. I mean, I, to be honest, I'm very proud of myself because I have this hardcore Apple user who I've converted to the Pixel, mm-hmm. and he got the Pixel, and he's like, "Dude, I love it." And while he has all the typical Apple versus Android sure. issues, he's like, "Just they want the control I have." Is amazing. On the US, yeah. So it's it's that issue that just drives me through the wall about what it comes Apple, down to uh, again, man. It's like PCs in the nineties, right? Like or even PCs today, right? Like the ability to have so much control over your device, right? Yep. That you eh, whether you have the interest of being a tinker, which yeah. the three yeah. of us are, right? Yes. Sure. People listening to this generally would tend to For be sure. as well. But I think what iPhone corners that market in is the people that don't want that 
level of control like my mother right like oh, she absolutely. Give a shit about absolutely i mean uh, my wife and my daughters already. i wouldn't yeah, switch them off like, iphone yeah. they're using iphones and i'm glad they're using iphones i'll keep them on iphones i wouldn't switch yeah. them to android i don't think android is at a level yet where it's sufficiently uh, i don't know reliable is not the right word for it it's getting but closer it's getting close it's it's definitely getting close but there are still issues that i face using tons of android devices on a daily right. basis two things that i do want to point out about the iphone 10 that i'm super impressed with one uh, face id oh my it's god insane. oh my god it's insane how well it works yes and i can easily see this being ported to in a very shitty version on androids for the next year until yeah. they nail it uh but <laughs> honestly speaking i wasn't very sure about face id but using it for a day or two it's the future i, it's, I can man, tell you. it's it the has future. changed it's the way like okay basically imagine this right you're using your phone without a password yeah that's it that's what it is yeah. but but it's still as secure as anything else Absolutely. because so the first time remember we discussed three steps and stuff yeah. like that all gone yeah. it's yeah. one swipe it all happens in the time you swipe your thumb from the bottom to the top yeah. that's My it i understand you can set it so that you can unlock it then it still stays on the home screen or unlock it and it goes straight to uh, no i don't think so I don't think it so. only stays yeah. you have to swipe what okay, you, you can set is that whether you're looking at it or not I so see. if if it detects your eyes to unlock or yeah. not though that's one of the that's things that that, as per my knowledge it only um, you have to swipe yeah, yeah. But see, like, this is the, this is what i was talking sure. about right so i mean i'm doing it right now like it just in the time that i swipe it unlocks it's there it's amazing. It's that, very, that, very, very well. And done. like, I haven't done extensive playing with it, but man, the camera, mm. man, stills for sure. Yeah, yeah. stills for sure. Camera's really nice. Amazing, as well. amazing. But like stuff. better than the eight plus. As well, it's the same camera yeah, as the eight right? plus, Just except one has uh, yeah. they both yes. have OIS, right? Absolutely. Right. So uh, the video definitely still needs a bit of work. Pixel has changed the video game for sure. Yeah. So as someone who does a lot of video, I think I would choose. For a video over photo, um, uh, right. if I'm choosing between these two Fair devices, um, but that being said, the images coming out of this man, it's just it seems to be doing it so easily, yeah. so seamlessly. Um, so yeah, it's 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 definitely a great device, but yeah. man, just this 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 thing of crossing crossing four thousand is just <laughs> yeah, it's too much. The second thing that I also mm. want to point out is that even though iOS I feel is kind of behind Android. The apps on the iPhone, the polish on the apps, yeah. oh man. I mean, so you know, what you mean, the ones amazing. that are amazing. Yes, the ones right. that are. I mean, yeah. iPhone in general has yeah, always had that, yeah, you know, true. and you could feel that like once you start using the apps on the iPhone, such level of polish, such level of detail. I mean, it's beautiful. But funny enough, and I don't know if this is just because I'm a pro Android person. Funny enough, the one main app that I use all the time, and we, we all use all the time, WhatsApp, yeah. I think is better on Android. In which way? I mean, it just it, it looks better. It feels better. Okay. I I right. even have Google Board on on this phone, but it just okay. feels to me that WhatsApp is just not using Fair what enough. Apple can give you out of it. I just feel it looks right. It, it looks like the it, it looks, looks like, like a very the, the WhatsApp that I had five yeah. years ago or yeah, whatever three years ago or whatever. But you know, it just um, I feel these bigger apps like Twitter, for example, is beautiful. I love iOS. Sure. Twitter. It's so different from um, yeah. But then having said that, I don't think WhatsApp is necessarily a very good case of. Uh, a great UI or UX. It's more functional than pretty. No, but still, that's the thing, right? I mean, it's, I don't look at the basic. Android version either and say, wow, beautiful app. You know, I, I don't. I mean, fair I enough, could fair enough. I can see you. what you mean. Yeah. That's, that's how it. Um, also, the other thing that I kind of, the last thing I wanted to point out about the iPhone 10 is that even though I think Apple's kind of, well, in our opinions, kind of lost the race as far mm -hmm. as the phone is concerned, the ecosystem that Apple has, because I mean, I'm using a Mac. I right. brought my Apple Watch to it. 
nothing else like that. I mean, just yeah. Amazing. You were saying it's, before we started recording, oh, absolutely, that it was literally yeah. just like I brought my Apple Watch close to it, and the phone immediately recognized without even me trying to pair oh, anything. Wow, okay. It's an Apple Watch phone. Do you want to pair it? I click the pair button and damn, yeah, damn. just yeah. like AirPods. I mean, you bring in an AirPods automatically. It's taken them a while to get to that. Yeah, it has. It has, man. I mean, that's three. It has. It's it's uh, the, the, okay. The, there's no denying that their their whole ecosystem concept is just. Yeah, out it's of this phenomenal. world. It's it's, it's out of this world. I mean, now if you if let's say rumors are to be believed, and you're talking about things like the Apple TV and uh, the HomePod and all this stuff, if you basically can afford an Apple Home, yeah, it's it, it's a beautiful space really to be well. in. It's a beautiful space but to be in. But a, limited, but, but a limited space. Yes. This is the thing, Absolutely. right? Like you really have to change. Again, we're not talking about people like us. So yeah. keeping that in yeah, mind, fair enough, right? Yeah. So we're the types, like you said, we're the types that if something doesn't work, because and especially this is why most people love Android is because if something doesn't work you tinker with it yeah. right Absolutely, so yeah. um, another very simple example of this is that uh, the friend of mine who, who switched to the Pixel he couldn't he hated so on iOS on WhatsApp you can download the image on WhatsApp but it won't be in your gallery in your gallery yes you can, you can alternate that but Correct. on Android it's not like that if you download yes. it it goes to your gallery Straight and you away. can't view yes. it any other way so he got an app for that right. you know what I mean so that tinkering yeah. aspect will always be the differentiating factor. So the one thing that I kind of want to... Okay, so I mean, it's still too early to tell. Mm -hmm. I've been testing the Pixel 2 XL. Yes. And Pixel 2 XL has got Google Photos app as its default gallery app, unlike almost every other phone out there, which has its own gallery app. Uh, As soon as I sort of shifted... I shifted to Pixel 2 XL Mm -hmm. today, so I haven't tested this out. But as soon as I got a media in WhatsApp, immediately I got a little notification from Google Photos saying, do you want to sync this to your phone? So I said no to it. I kind of want to see if that actually helped Mm. with it not syncing with the gallery because... Google Photos is your gallery app on the Pixel, right? Yeah. No, this is talking. I think this is the notification you get when you want when the, for the automatic backup. Correct. So yeah. that's what it is. So this is talking about backing it up to the cloud. But I mean, if uh, if I'm using Google Photos, which literally backs everything else to the cloud. No. So if you it go will to your still be on the yeah. So it will be so there's okay. so inside Google Photos on such phones like the even yeah. the HTC Motorola. Okay. There's a the, in the in the menus tab. There's something called device folders. Right. And in device folders it's is where you see it in the form of a okay. gallery. So it'll all be there. So what I do is, for example, obviously WhatsApp, you get nonsense like memes and this and that. You don't want any of it. So what I do is I always keep that non-backed up and then manually once in a day, once in two days, go and like suppose now, for example, you guys send something phone related or something like that. So things I want to save, those are what I save into Google Photos and that adjusts automatically by date. But doesn't WhatsApp already do that with its backup services? Because I mean, whenever I switch phones from one yeah. phone to the other, I mean, I literally get all of the media. Yes, yeah, so I don't do I that. I all the gifts from years yeah. and years exactly. just sitting on every phone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I don't do that. I, no, but I, I mean, you don't sync your WhatsApp chat history to, to the Google Cloud or to so the iCloud? So I first used to do that and they just started getting too large and there was too much maintenance behind it. Okay. So I just stopped doing it altogether. And okay. now I just do the manual backup. Okay. And in terms of switching um, just the thing, what I do okay. is I do Google backup, mm-hmm. but I close, I, I disconnect um, my SIM card before okay. the photo starts. <laughs> so when it transfers, it just transfers the... Wow. the yeah. Yeah. You've nailed it down. Yeah. 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 Okay. You need to write like a book. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're on the subject of Pixel 2 XL, there were interesting comments from um, HTC's chairwoman uh, hmm. when somebody asked her if the mm-hmm. U11 Plus was what was supposed to be the Google Pixel 2 XL. Code name Rusky. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, now that we've got the Pixel 2 XL with us, mm-hmm. uh, everything's behind us with LG making it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Do you think Google made a good decision by going to well, LG? I mean, 
clearly not for that PR cycle, right? Like, I mean, this phone, unfortunately, as good as it as it as reportedly is, it's got a lot of bad press, right? Um, because of the screen issues. Yep. And look, from my understanding, is perhaps the reason that they didn't decide to go with HTC is because they're not able to get the OLED screens Correct. for the yes. phone, right? And but LCD. that's a funny thing because I mean, the regular Pixel has a Samsung OLED screen. It yeah. has. I'm, I'm assuming. But I mean, maybe at that the bigger size. size or, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Issue, right? Maybe HTC size. couldn't get their yeah. hands or yeah. something and on those HTC lines. HTC would have. And yeah. I think the issue. Because my, from my reading, it's got a lot, maybe a lot to do with Daydream as well, because Daydream doesn't work outside of an OLED no, screen. No, it does. It does. It does. Okay. It, does. It, does. Okay. it does. Yeah, it's a resolution that Daydream uses, um, as long yes. as the resolution yes. is good enough for so it. So it's, yeah. um, I think, I think that's the number one factor because I think they, I think Google ran for their spec sheet. I think right. they didn't want LCD being there. I think. The funny part is I think they ran away from, they thought they were running away from bad screen PR, which they got in any way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I can see how they can't be blamed. Um, sorts. Um, they, 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 the LCD part is, so okay, now the reason, the reason I'm, I'm very confused about this is because we've, we've used the Mate 10 and the Mate 10 Pro, right? Mm-hmm. Now I've used both extensively, yep. okay? Sure. There were certain things I liked about the LCD, all okay. right? And there were certain things I liked about an OLED. But it's just a in-between where I can see how companies just can't decide, especially when the resolution is the same. So in our case, for example, the LCD, um, the, it, on the Mate 10 Pro, for example, the colors pop, mm-hmm. right? That's but right. it's not all the way up to 2K resolution. Yeah, Correct. Whereas, whereas the phone in general looks better on an LCD, yeah. which is 2K, which is what the Pixel is going to have. So okay. it's going to be that color variance versus... Yeah. No, but when you look at the iPhone 10, that's using an OLED and beautiful balance on the color. Well, the, uh, it's like obviously it'll come down to how these now this is a Samsung display for example Correct. so and I don't know what Huawei uses any idea guys? no it's the no. Objects, yeah the so it's it's one of those things where it's it's I think once you pit the U11 in front U11 plus in front of the pixel yeah. is I think where that difference is going to be visible especially considering that apparently there are claims that even the camera design is not HTC's camera design it's apparently a very Google pixel based uh, camera design oh, you're on, the the U11. on the U11 Plus, Plus. Oh, yeah. Right. So oh, they've yeah. not used the same okay. design that's on the U11. Huh. So, but it's not going to. It's not apparently not going to get a very good DxO Mark score, but okay. uh, like not not Weird. a not a 98, 99 type. Because when the U11 came out, it had the highest DxO Mark. Yes, yeah. at that time. point. Yeah. But that was that was pre DxO Mark changing the way they do mobile sure. scores. Right. Sure. So when it got updated, I think it got one or two points lesser. Got it. I think so. Okay. So it's um, well, the U11 Plus is going to be a very interesting device because it's as different as it is same. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but it's, that's the thing. I mean, with the U11, I thought it was a fantastic device oh, man, except for the screen on the front the screen ratio particularly yeah. the bezels those were the only thing that turned me off otherwise I thought it's a great phone yeah, yeah like, so, the, for me the camera on that phone was one of the yeah. best they took, ones of they took all the, and I don't know why they removed the front camera that's that's boggling me because eight. it's yeah on the U11 Plus it's gone down to an 8 yeah that's right uh, and it's not even like I thought maybe it's better aperture it's not huh. so I'm very confused about why that is I'm going to I'm going to say it's a pricing issue yeah. um, right. but man the U11 they they, they it was just like we've discussed this Mike and I have discussed this where the two things we didn't like about it were the screen in terms of the size LC, oh, and okay. uh, in terms of uh, its battery if those two things yeah. were amazing and that's what they've done and that's what they've done exactly. so that's hopefully done. potential very potentially a very good yeah. device yeah I could, I'm interested in what you've just said about the camera on it because again I really like the camera on that phone and I feel like if they just stuck that in there 
maybe updated it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would be more than happy with that. But the I front think, one. Uh, yeah, the, no, the rear camera. The rear camera, they, like I said, they've apparently changed yeah, design. Yeah, exactly. A bit. So, yeah. I mean, it was fine. It was great. <laughs> exactly. In fact, it was great. Yeah, like, absolutely. don't change it. Why? I mean, okay, the fact that you said that it's kind of like a Google yeah. the Pixel camera, yeah. Yeah. it's cool because we know sure. that the Pixel cameras are great. But Yeah, but then with the Pixel camera, you've got... Google's processing exactly. power that's doing it. a lot of the work, which exactly. was evidence yeah. from yes. some of the some of the testing we did today. today actually, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't realize just how much was going on with yeah. that yep. at the time. Um, so yeah, look, I mean, I want I want to play with this phone. Oh, 100 percent, especially yeah. the translucent one. Yeah, that looks nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. that looks very really nice. cool. From what I know, it's coming here end of November, early December is mm. when they're sort of targeting. Yep. Let's let's. See what I like to think is that there's a, an alternate reality out there where HTC did make the, the Pixel <laughs> Two XL. <laughs> people are very happy in that alternate reality. So What's the Stranger Worlds thing? The Stranger uh, Things. Under, Stranger Things thing. Uh, the upside, down. Upside, upside down. down. Upside down. Yeah. Upside down. <laughs> there you go. It's that that is happening somewhere. <laughs> well, this year there was one phone that had everything, yeah. and it existed. Yeah. Yeah, well, Fair okay. enough. Um, Mike, you got to play with the BNO E8 as well. Yes. The little earbuds and, that yep, and the uh, yep. So uh, and there was the a, a launch event yesterday. So Bang & Olufsen's, I guess, consumer division, which is called BO Play or right. B&O Play, um, I guess officially launched in the re- region. They've always kind of been here, but they don't hold a lot of press stuff. Uh, it's more like you can buy them in Virgin, right. uh, at Duty Free, these kind of places. Um, so they kind of rolled out their entire product line, but the sort of the, the marquee product is these true wireless buds. Correct. They have the, the BO Play E8. Okay. Um, so we've, I mean, you've tried wireless buds before. And oh, absolutely. has as well. Absolutely. You've got um, um, Apple with their AirPods, obviously. They started that. Exactly. And then we, Sony's well, Samsung, got Samsung, well. Samsung, Samsung the, the Iconex. That's right. J- Jabra did some, excuse me. Uh, Jabra did some. Uh, they've all been... Various degrees of success, I find. Uh, I haven't tried the AirPods personally, okay. but I, from my understanding, they're very good. Oh, they are. Yeah. They definitely are. Um, every other one I've tried has had issues in terms of connectivity. Right. Uh, a lot of sound dropping, and particularly battery life has been a problem. So I had that with um, the Sonys that were launched as well. Okay. The W... What, what is that? I don't know why they don't just name something. them something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sony always has this weird naming conventions. Yeah. Uh, but the wireless earbuds yeah. that they had, yes. I was testing those out. The last okay. year's ones? No, the ones that just... Oh, the new ones. Oh, okay. The new okay. ones. Yeah. And again, two issues, exactly what you mentioned, the connectivity between the two. Mm. Uh, more than once, it kind of dropped. Yeah. Just for a sec or even less, yes. but it, it happens. And battery life, just like literally two so, and a half hours to three hours. So we discussed this yesterday. Um, we were talking to um, that guy, what was his name? Yeah, Jack? Alan. Oh, Alan? <laughs> Alan. Okay. From BNO. Uh, sorry, BNO, if you're listening to this. <laughs> but yeah, so he, um, uh, we were talking to him about this, and uh, a friend of mine got the new Bose. Uh, sound sport um, free which all is right. their, their, theirs also but those are very sport inclined so they've got like perfect grips and okay. all that uh, so he also complained about the same thing so this comes down to uh, bluetooth being linear okay and uh, the earbuds being in terms of movement, because one is passing on information to the other. Right. So there is a mother earbud always. So, for example, in the Bose, it's the left, and the BNO, it's the right. Got it. So it has... So now, BNO, he said yesterday that apparently they will not face that issue. Okay. He said it, but... Um, but I, and I haven't tested the whole of this, but my, a friend of mine said he felt it most, for example, when you cycle, your phone's on a dock on the cycle, right. and when you're cycling, you turn to your right okay. uh, to look over oh. on the right side it's fine but when you turn to the left 
is when this the left here loses it because the right was the main or whichever yeah. I think I'll mix them up okay. but yeah point being is that that's where the disconnect comes from apparently there's um, a bit of a tweak to it but I'm not, not something we can do but like something that companies have yeah. to do so, so yeah. I mean from my testing look I've tested them pretty extensively over the last 24 hours um, I had a lot of issues pairing them with Bluetooth yes. Uh, quite, I think you said that was a yeah. Huawei thing, right? Yeah, I, I think it might be to do with the phone that I'm pairing them with. Yes. I've been having some Bluetooth issues with this Huawei, which is upsetting. Mm -hmm. um, but once they got going, they sound great. Yeah. Um, B and I have a really interesting sound signature yes. compared to other things. It's not necessarily flatter. Like, it's not, you know, the, the ideal sort of world, you want headphones that sound, have a flat response curve that makes it sound like it would in a studio, right? Correct. But... In real life, that doesn't really happen. And famously, Beats, for instance, really bump up the bass on things because yes. I feel like that that's what is their sound. And it, and it works for commercial music. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And these have a fairly flat response curve, but it, you know, it, there's a little bit in the highs, a little bit in the, in the bass. Um, what's cool about it, it comes with an app that lets you kind of yes. fill around with the sound signature to a certain extent. You can okay. increase the sound stage. Right. And that's, that's quite good um, and fairly responsive. And it's available on all of B&O's products, yes. um, not just these. Um, they also have this really interesting, uh, what's the, it's like this mode called transparency, yeah. which similar to what we've seen on previous Sony's devices, although it's a little bit different, you kind of set it within the app and there's three levels, uh, ambient, commuter, and then like another one, I can't remember what it's called, but it lets you tap the left earbud and then it kind of like dips the music and then uses the mic to let it's it. It's the same thing that, that Sony does, the, Sony the, does, the yeah. big Sony, right. the, the exactly. MDX, right. sorry, MDI. ambient 1, noise, whatever. Yes. MDI, yeah. right. so, um, it's cool. Um, it kind of like it's less practical or less necessary with these buds because with yes. these kind of things you can just pop one out of your ear that's right? true. Like, exactly, exactly. I mean it's handy to have I didn't really find I was using it too much because it's mm. easier just to get them out um, they're cool I find the sound signature for me actually isn't as nice to my tastes as previous B&O stuff that I've tried um, I had to play with the equalizer quite a bit in order to get it back to what I like. I, I own, okay. own several pairs of BNO headphones. I own the H9s, which are the sort of that top end yeah. over ear white, uh, Bluetooth cans. And they have a really, really sweet sound signature. Shit sounds great on it. And with this, I didn't quite get the bombast of those, and I don't know right. if that's what they were going for. Did you did you listen to podcasts on them? Uh, yes. I don't know if it's just me. So I use the Sony's at work, mm -hmm. and I somehow thought voice was very clear on these yeah yeah i, I mean, thought so I, definitely uh, I, it just it, it kind of struck me that like i can hear voice so clearly so i don't know if it has to do with uh, with the earbuds versus uh over ear yeah. setting but it just felt like 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 literally like this it felt like an actual conversation yeah, like happening right yeah, around yeah yeah I've, I've i had that I'd, honestly the one i was mainly testing it on unfortunately was a really bad recording <laughs> <laughs> um, not not quality like ours but uh but yeah look i, I didn't find anything glaring about it which is generally right. a good sign because okay. you can tell when it is bad I, i've owned other bno products where you really have to go in and tweak them to make podcasts sound good on them they're um maybe the h8 What's the big round speaker? I can't remember. That H5. One, yeah. That yeah. is tuned to music. Okay. Quite, quite obviously. So a question for both of you. Mm -hmm. I've never tried that, but have you guys ever used anything with bone induction technology? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, a lot so of times. How does that compare? I mean, because apparently that keeps your ear open, right? So, so you yes. don't have to block so, your ears with anything. So it's, it's, it's actually very funny. I've tried it in three different ways, right? Okay. So I first tried when Motorola was the first in the market. I'm talking like seven, eight years ago. All right. um, when I used to work for them, the R&D guys had just brought in stuff to show us and they had this 
weird thing which goes quite deep in your ear okay. right but it worked like magic right because it had no speaker technically so this was when board induction was first like they didn't exactly know where it goes they're like yes we figured out new technology but we don't exactly know yeah. how this works and then it started coming into bluetooth headphones mm-hmm. right and then i used them um i forget the brand's name jawbone no, no, Jawbone was there, right. and then I used it from another US-based brand, um, which made it especially for cyclists, all okay. right? Now, those became, so those were over year, but when I say over year, I mean those ones that go to the, yeah, to the gap okay. of your years. So they hit me on my cheekbone, right. right? So my ears were completely free. Okay. Sound quality is definitely not what you buy these for. Yeah. Okay, all you right. don't buy them for sound quality. Okay. Um, but the cool thing in them was that, Yes, my ears were free. So if I wanted that complete sound experience, you had to put earplugs in, which were provided by the brand. Interesting, okay. So you put earbuds in and you've got a full loud sound experience. But if like, suppose you need to work out and let's say you have a trainer or you're working out with a friend, or even if you're just cycling on the road and you want to be aware of traffic, they're great because you hear sound at the same level as other sounds Fair so enough. you're it's like literally having four pairs of ears out of which you know each is listening to something different so it's, it's a very uh, different system but it's not something you go for the sound quality it's definitely the future of bone conduction is uh, microphones or headphones you know for people who have to like walk around Got talk it. and stuff like okay. that in, in that region it's, it's, it. ne- it's for it's now it's not a sound quality based thing I'm also not entirely sold on this whole wireless earbuds thing yet I yep. think the, the Bluetooth tech just isn't there. Uh, like, I, there's still dropouts on this. Yes, it's, right. It's, you know, it's not uh, to the extent that it's detrimental that you, you know, I couldn't, couldn't not recommend this product. But, like, it's definitely it's not there. at the level that an over here, just because of the sheer size of the unit, right. I guess, that must be in there and the distance right. to your phone, this kind of stuff. Um, it comes with a cool charging case. Yeah, it's like a tiny I noticed little that. Mouse. Nice. I like it. Uh, and you're getting nice. about four hours of use out of the buds, and then they tell you... you and have, two more charges. Yeah, two more charges. So 12 so hours. 12 hours all up. So that's pretty good. That pretty and good. it's part of the course. I think it's a little bit less than the AirPods okay. um, in terms of at least what the, what's advertised. But, I mean, they're cool. Uh, price-wise, they're 1199 Yes. So all right. maybe a okay. little bit. They're on the high end for but these kind of things. The only thing I don't like then about Vienna these... always is, right? Yeah, always. Yeah, and uh, the only thing I don't like about them, like straight out of the box, is... I. While they're very comfortable, they're comfortable because they're made in an odd shape. Um, right. I don't know what you call this, but basically they don't have the kinds of grips that have come out. So Bose, for example, I tried the Bose on the other day. Okay. That was spectacular. Like pop them in, done, move around. You know, I'm not talking about like working out because that's what it's made for. But I'm even talking in general you constantly have a fear of it falling out. At least that's what I felt. Mm. These ones? No, I did not. No? Yeah. No, no. Maybe it's my ears. Yeah, these are designed for me, man. So I've like. never come across any earbuds that stay in my ear. Yeah. I struggle never. quite a lot. Um, yeah. I mentioned this last week. We were, I, Fitbit had sent me uh, their right. fly, fly free, free bird, some shit. I don't okay. know what it's called. It goes along with the watch. <laughs> the I, uh, and like, I, couldn't, I couldn't even test them because yeah. I just couldn't get the things to stay in my ears. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I struggle with in-ears, and I own a lot. And um, it's, it's, it doesn't seem to be very difficult because if you notice the Bose versus these, the only difference is that they have the the little plastic that goes... Yeah, it's like a... Uh, no, I don't know what you, know what you yeah, call this part of your ear. The clip that kind of just fits in your ear. And um, that is what makes all the difference in the world. So I don't see why these can't have an attachable one because, for example, Samsung comes with a 
detachable one. Yeah. Sure, even the Sonys that we got at the event, right. WL one thousand, whatever okay. they're called, um, they came with that too. Right. So yeah, yeah I mean, I we do have a little bit of. Dan, I don't think you need them. <coughs> okay. B and O or not, I mean those those things are generally there are sports attachments for right for running and sweating and this kind of stuff. But I All think right. B and O don't want to head, head in that direction. Fair enough. There's, I mean, from a sound perspective, there's literally just been one device that has. Imp- like super impressed me and that was that massive Sony speaker we saw at that event <laughs> oh man the one with the firing yeah. oh, oh man it's like I would the monolith, love to get that right? that is a yeah. must have uh, like uh, again some weird model number I yeah. don't know why Sony just they, doesn't they name it that. something yeah. like you know, just call it like the beast the beast the like how bastard, the whatever it? exactly yeah so I wasn't at the Sony event but I saw that at IFA and yeah, yeah that thing is a monster it was monster. insane um, dude price man 2999 that's yeah. not bad at all 2999 yeah 3000 dirhams for that massive thing that is an insane price well, it's so funny with that pricing sometimes because you look at that thing and it's three grand and then you look at the Sony Xperia Touch which is like six grand <laughs> exactly like, what is happening absolutely absolutely <laughs> I mean these things the EA that you're looking at 1100 yeah, so yeah. 1200 yeah. 1200 yeah. whatever exactly. it is but yeah, yeah. that yeah. speaker is a, a lot of fun that speaker is just amazing yeah. would love to get completely unnecessary in all practical <laughs> applications but like I definitely like you literally listen to a volume one at yeah. all times yeah, exactly <laughs> always I'd love to have six of those connected <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, that'd be amazing. Cool. Um, I think the last thing that we sort of want to talk about is Jedi Challenges, mm, the yes. um, Lenovo augmented reality um, headset. Yes. Well, you just need to slide your phone into it to sort of get it to work. But um, we were there at this event today. Um, so we're actually just finished off from that event and we're recording the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> almost live. <yeah. laughs> um, it's basically an augmented reality headset that you sort of put on your phone inside, slip it on your head. It's got a little tracker that sits on the floor and yes. then the controller is in the form of a lightsaber um, that you sort of use to use the content that it generates. Uh, 1,200 dirhams from what I remember. Yes. Um, available in the next week or so. You guys got a chance to test it out, yes. I too. Let's hear our thoughts on it. Um, okay. Right. It's an interesting device, uh, big product, because it's very specific, right? It literally is just Star Wars. Star Wars fans. Yes. Um, yeah. Whether people end up hacking it and doing other things with it, <laughs> we'll see. But um, so if you really like Star Wars, should you buy this thing, right? Because, okay, so I played two things. So I tried this at Aoife, and there's... The thing we did today, you could fight Darth Maul with a lightsaber. Right. Correct. It's reasonably cool. Yeah. Uh, they also have the hollow chest, hollow which chest, is another thing, right. which, uh, mm-hmm. which is also actually quite cool if you're a Star Wars fan because it's similar yep. to the film, right? Sure. Um, I found in practice it seemed to work okay-ish. I love the tracking element of it where instead of having to mount a camera somewhere in your mm-hmm. room, it's literally like a little uh, neon ball that mm-hmm. looks like the head of a move controller yeah. that you just put on the floor. Um whether that sacrifices a little of the tracking ability of it, I think is probably true. Um, in the testing, I found that it was responsive. It was absolutely sure. responsive, but right. like sometimes the lightsaber would be a little bit wonky. Um, but I don't think it's targeted towards a hardcore gamer anyways, no, right? It's supposed exactly. to be very it's, casual. It's definitely uh, for like... Yeah. A, I would say a stocking stuffer, but it's like something sure. you would buy your nephew sure. who's super into Star no, Wars, absolutely. right? I mean, think of it this way. When you look at some of the Lego sets for mm. Star Wars, they run around that yeah, much. Yeah, run around the Even more price. than that. The too. only issue yeah. is you need a phone. I wasn't clear yeah, on what that's true. kind you need of phone. A phone. They had a few phones that they said it works with. Yeah. Um, iPhone ten is not part of it yet. They said they're working yeah. on that. Interestingly, Sorry, if you've got an iPhone 10, you can't afford to spend all your money on it. So, no, um, but you had a go as well, Dinesh. I found yeah, that it, it was a little bit claustrophobic. Almost. It was, um, okay, it, it, the thing with it is, 
I'm, I'm sure we didn't get to adjust it to perfect scenarios. So, like, for example, I just felt like I could just see Darth Maul's chest. Yeah. Um, okay. And right. uh, I do feel the weight in front is just too much. Too there's much. nothing to balance it out. Yeah. So, like, even though technically it's all cables, but somehow there's a weight distribution with the Vive, uh, and it's kind of across your sure. face, but this is vertically in front of yeah. your eyes. It's definitely, right. you can tell that there's a phone. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and uh, in terms of the lightsaber, what I didn't like was... It didn't feel, uh, what do you say? Like, there was no weight to it, yeah, right. you know? And there's no haptic feedback, or at least I didn't feel any of y'all felt yeah. some. No, so, therefore, fair. when, for example, Darth Maul and you hit lightsabers, I mean, mm. you know, these, these small tweaks. Of, yeah. So, for example, for sure. on the Vive, when you play front defense, when a bomb lands far away from you, nothing. But when it lands closer, you get haptic feedback. Mm. And it's not haptic feedback, as in you don't feel a vibration because the earth is shaking. You feel haptic feedback because you have a gun in your hand. So these small things give it that realistic experience. So with this, definitely visually so cool that Darth Maul was right there in front of me with people around at at a Lenovo event. But... Um, but I just feel that that, that sense of feedback mm. could make so much difference. I agree with the weight distribution. Yes, I continuously needed to adjust the headset yeah. just to kind of make sure everything mm. is in the frame. Uh, I I'm, enjoy I, I'm quite yeah. lucky in that everything just hangs off my glasses. <laughs> so it's like that. <laughs> but uh, no, I kind of enjoyed playing with it. Yeah. Yes, you for know, sure. It's, it's a fun little yeah, thing. Yeah, and look, I mean, I would hope that they would then take that tech and expand it like to something else, right? Like, maybe have available other scenarios or you can very easily have a gun shaped controller and then sort of do a I don't know battlefield kind of whatever it is it'd be sad to see it as a sort of a one and done product right because it's a bit of money you're paying to be fair and like the tech is cool and like the actual you know this is what HoloLens is I mean it's a very basic version of what Microsoft are doing with HoloLens right absolutely but it's there and available right like you know you don't have to pay six grand for a (laughs) developing kit that lets you see through a pinhole right (laughs) this is you know this is actually getting it right yeah Um, absolutely I would I don't know if you guys ever played a game called Operation Wolf that was like long ago when I was a kid basically so you literally have these enemies coming you've got a gun in your hand you're very Rambo style you know just shooting I would love to play something like that on this oh yeah for sure for sure just like a gun-shaped controller, literally just. Da, 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 da. But I think this is one problem that's always going to occur with augmented reality, which is, out of having played games on VR and AR, I prefer VR so much. Yeah, it's you, so man. immersive. Well, look, you're in a like, dude. Ima- like again, I'm going to take front front defense as a reference. It's it, it was amazing. I mean, you actually have to in a three three meter by three meter square space. It's your bunker, and you have to mm. physically like if you drop something, it actually rolls away, right. and you have to walk or make the decision that okay, I can't walk all the way there. I'm going to use something else, yep. or my bazooka's behind me, and you know the rockets on the other side. You have to physically fill it in. You're seeing your hands now. You know the only part that screws with you is that it's not fingers. You're holding the Vive Correct. controllers. That's right. But still, because you can see a hand hold a bazooka or something like that, sure. it makes so much difference. So I don't know where AR is going to go with this. Okay. And um, I, I, very much along the examples of what you were giving about bone inducting technology. Where if you want an immersive yeah. experience, you need to go VR. Yeah. Or if you want something, Correct. you know, somewhat, yeah, for sure, somewhat of an experience. The only other thing at the event, they also had the Lenovo uh, Star Explorer or something. Right. Yeah. The camera I didn't get a chance to try that. Yeah, out. I had How a quick go at that, actually. And I was walked away impressed. Um, so this is this kind of new crop of Microsoft uh, mixed reality. Correct. Mixed reality. Mixed reality headsets yeah. that Microsoft have sort of announced earlier this year. Yep. Um, 
in this, so they're sort of standalone devices that have a camera, the camera sensors built into the front of the headset. Right. Um, that then track, uh, similar to how the Vive works, the, or and the Oculus too. Okay. The, the sensors on the controllers themselves, so you don't need to set up any satellites around your room to map, map you. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it, it, I was impressed. I okay. tried uh, Super Hot VR on there, which is a okay. shooter game, which is very cool. We've played it on PC before. And um, I found that the tracking was really good. I didn't feel any sort of sense of uh, like frame rate lag or anything like that. And I asked the guy that it, what it was running on, and they'd had a, like a laptop there, but it was only running a GTX 1050. You mentioned that's yeah, right. Yeah, which I thought was very impressive, yeah, right, for something very, like very that. Cool. Um, the the headset itself was lithe, like it was light. Yes. Um, the controllers, you know, looked appropriately silly for yeah. VR, but like fine. Yeah. Um, but I think, and but what really impressed me about it was that the cable of it was like just one single. HDMI, I guess, strand sure. going into the like PC. Not like the Hive. It, yeah, yeah the, sorry, these yeah. sort of large bunches yeah. of cables, which I know that HTC are trying to get rid of. Yep. Um, but it's definitely, I think, where the future of these things are going, right? They're getting smaller, more oh, compact, absolutely. less intrusive. Speaking of which, I think HTC's got an event in the middle of this month where they're going to announce the Android version of Vive. Right. Um, or yeah. Google version of Vive. So yeah. that which, should be interesting to see. Which is exactly, and I think that that's where... Yeah this will be going in that kind of direction. Exactly, and yeah. I think Asus have one of these, or was it Acer? Acer, I think. Yeah, was, got yeah. something similar. Acer so it was impressive. I'd like to, honestly, I'd like yeah. to have a bit more hands-on time. Cool. See how it stacks up against the Vive. Awesome. Um, but yeah, very cool. I mean, good on Lenovo well for priced. branching out. Yeah. Well-priced, well priced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, yep. is, which is great. Yeah. It's way cheaper than buying it's, the Vive. The funny part is, these these units are going, are still, ha- they've, they've not created, they just, they're still in the accessory world. Mm. They need to create... The, People need to understand that you have to own a phone, you have to own a PC, you have to own a VR set. Yes. Now, whether that VR set works with your laptop or yeah. works on its own, it's the VR is still in the very gimmicky accessory world, which it needs to get out of. But for that, I'm guessing the functionality is just not there yeah, I yet. I think it's going to be a while. Uh, it's, yeah. it's obviously very nice to see it in places like, I think, is it Volkswagen and DHL and a few more have training centers which use the Vive, uh, which is right. very cool. Uh, full-on training centers, so you don't get to the floor to work until you've passed very the v- VR training yeah. which is very cool yeah. but um, but yeah that that uh, on the consumer side that still I think hasn't happened where someone's like you know what yeah, not until Apple does it right oh, <laughs> God, don't, say it. <laughs> don't say it <laughs> cool I think on that note we're kind of wrap things up yeah, for um, sure great cool so if anybody wants to keep up with you <laughs> Danny K55 uh, switch off your social media that's all I'll yeah, say yeah fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> except for us we're at behind the bites get in touch cheers cool. alright all right.